Welcome to Geek's Corner. I'm Mr. Daps. I'm Katie. And there's no Jenny tonight because she's off eating pie, even though jealous. it is not pie day. But we are jealous and uh, we wish her all the best. And uh, good evening to those of you who are joining us in the chat. We do see you and we are very glad that you're here. And uh, tonight is going to be a fun night because it's been a very fun day in the world of geekdom. I always love this because every week I get this text at like somewhere between, I'm going to say seven o'clock and 11 o'clock at night on Monday night. And it's Jenny going, all right, what do you, what, what are you talking about this week? Who's on the show? All of those things. And, and usually it's this scramble of like, I don't know. And, and so I sent her stuff and I said, well, you're, you're ditching us for pie. So I guess it's just me and Katie. And, uh, then this morning, I open up my my internet and I see there's a new Mandalorian trailer. Well, it's the first Mandalorian trailer for season two. And I texted Jenny. I'm like, hey, remember all that stuff I said? Don't worry about it. There's a Mandalorian trailer. That's, that's what we're going to talk about. So um, that is what we're going to start off with. Welcome again as we see everybody hopping on. Every day is Pi Day, if you only believe. That's a good way to think. Was Disneyland still open on Pi Day? Uh, no. Was it the day after it closed? I think it was the day after it closed. Oh, that's not as miraculous as I was hoping. Uh, Disneyland closed on Friday the 13th, if I'm remembering correctly. That sounds accurate to me. Let us know in the comments. Uh, so anyway, Mandalorian has a, uh, a new... Yes, she's having pie without us. Yeah. Um, she's having a, a Mandalorian. She's not having a new trailer. The Mandalorian is having a new trailer that arrived ahead of its arrival on Disney Plus on October 30th. And uh, first things first, what was your big picture um, walkaway feeling about this trailer? This is going to be awesome. Cool. That was, yeah. And um, did you have like... A favorite moment or did you have a concern or like um my concern and this is gonna probably be super weird uh my concern is that parts of the baby kind of look cgi if that makes any sense it's funny you um, say that because i went the complete other way looking at it to me part of it looked more and more like a puppet to me this time and i was like huh I mean, I think there was one CGI moment that was very quick. Was, I think more in the fact of like in season one, I was very like, this is a baby Yoda. And I don't know if it's just because maybe I've watched too many behind the scenes things and I've seen too much of like how it works, but I was less convinced. Um, and Steven mentioned that there weren't, um, there weren't really a whole lot of, uh, things being said during this trailer which is fitting seeing the first thing her first season i actually think we might have seen what you need to think a quarter of the dialogue that we're going to get for season two i don't know um oh. clocky is worried that there's not enough porgs that is a big concern i would actually laugh super hard if somewhere along the way a porg showed up i don't know anywhere i don't I actually care um i thought there was a lot of cool things that seemed to reference different areas of the star wars universe and we've heard uh rumors that uh seem to be fairly well confirmed about some characters that are coming to season two we won't get into that too much but we did get a different take on what the jedi are from a different perspective which i thought was super cool and it kind of connects into some things that happened in the clone wars um, which is an excellent story arc that goes into 
a lot of the backstory of uh, Mandalore. And uh, that was pretty cool. Uh, there was also the scene where they've, I was trying to decide, I'm assuming some of this stuff is out of order because you've got the beginning, you've got the, sh there was the razor crest, like sputtering as it's going through and the back is open, which I'm like, that looks bad. And then next, I think they're walking through this city that had looked like graffiti on the wall. And then I was kind of like, oh, is that Lethal from the Clone Wars? And then I was, my initial thought when that girl in the, the hooded cape showed up, I'm like, is that Sabine Wren? And I'm like, no, that can't be her. Um, I, I don't think, I that don't think. That is what's being said. That is what's being thrown around. I think that would probably be a big miss because it's the wrong ethnicity. And, and I, I don't, I mean, maybe it is, but I, I think that's something that Disney is usually a little bit more um, aware of and uh, would keep heading in the right direction. I hope it's a character we've never met before and it's somebody, um, I, mean, I don't know. I don't know who, who I hope she is. Uh, maybe it's Luke's wife. I don't know. I've told you how it's bugged me that in yes, was it The Last Jedi, the beginning of The Last Jedi, Luke is remembering um, a moment with his wife and then it goes nowhere. Like they never returned to it. It's just like, hey, Luke has a wife somewhere back in the past and then they never came back to it. Um, really bugs me. But anyway, I'm curious to see if we're going to go to the fall. I'm curious if I'm assuming at some point, like sometime the show has to go to Mandalore, um, I would think. It also obviously is going to uh, Tatooine, which looks very interesting. And uh, what other interesting parts did you think? My favorite part uh, is personally when uh, 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 the Mandalorian is being attacked. And oh, he, in uh, the, uh, the boxing ring? Up, yes, and he fires up uh, his uh, hand blaster thing. And the child just goes... Yeah, that was that it's was just my favorite thing of like, uh oh, dad's gonna fight. I know how this goes. Uh, and I also think that's one of the most impactful moments of the trailer is the pitch black screen and simply fighting noises, uh, mm. which demonstrates something it, that I've thought since the beginning is that the Mandalorian does sound very well. Oh, it totally does. Uh, yeah. And that's something I think that the Mandalorian, like jumping onto the back of that, they do sound really well, and they also do silence really well. Like those kind of moments where you're just waiting. And I actually think that's something that's lost in a lot of movies and TV shows now is um, you think of like some of the great actors through history, they knew how to play silence. Actually, comedians too, now that I'm thinking about this. But there's something strong to be said for that whole like moment of like, you just have to wait for whatever is coming. I mean, you're, the anticipation grows or the imagination grows or whatever it is. And um, I, I love that they use that so effectively in uh, in The Mandalorian. Um, do you think, like, obviously we now know that the, and this isn't a huge surprise, we know the main point of the show this season is we need to find the child's family, basically. And it sounds like we're going to get pointed towards whatever Jedi exists of the time. So maybe we'll get this huge, I don't know, Luke Skywalker reveal. I doubt it. But, you know, like I could see it going somewhere that direction of like, hey, look, he's training younglings. I don't know. Um, it also looks like we're seeing the 
beginning perhaps of the first order. And I'm wondering if that's going to be connected to um, events at the end of last season with um, I'm forgetting his name, the moth. Uh, Grand Moff Tark. No, Grand Moff Tark. <laughs> I am so <laughs> sorry. Too, that is, uh, Grand Moff Gideon. Yes, Gideon. Moff yeah, Gideon. and that's the one. But I, I'm almost wondering if he's connected somehow into the origins of First Order, and I think that will be interesting to see how that plays out. We um, still need that dark saber payoff. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Definitely. Well, and that's connected to Mandalore too, and so yeah. uh, Clone Wars goes into that in. Um, that actually, the moment we saw that last season made me think we might see Sabine Wren this season, um, just because she held the dark saber at one point, um, we're getting asked, do you think Admiral Thrawn will ever, uh, pop up? I think there's a distinct possibility if he does my prediction last season of this episode, last frame or two, he shows up and then they're like, oh, by the way, you have to wait another year to see what happens. Um, I could totally see them doing something like that. Um, but to me, that would be a big reveal that you'd want to hold on to and um, and really win with, I think. And and that would be super cool, especially with what they left off with Star Wars Rebels. We need to get you through all those, don't we? Yes. Yeah, because I, I just realized I'm throwing out all of these random storylines that they've done through the years. They're good, though. Like, they've, they've really done... Um, yeah. And I think there's the possibility for a lot of these storylines to be incorporated because Dave Filoni was behind a lot of these. And um, and so he's just a walking Star Wars dictionary and um, has more passion for Star Wars than just about anybody. So I could definitely see some of these things being used in the show moving forward. And um, and I think it'd be great. Like, I think, I think they have a fantastic team for that. Um, what do you think? Do you think we're going to see Jedi? this season or are they going to kind of stick with the way they've gone where it's more um i think that we are going to see jedi i don't know that they're or just like a end of the season here's your child i don't know No, i think there will be a few sprinkled through (laughs) sprinkled um i know that there are rumors of some animated characters coming through um, one confirmed, but that character is not a Jedi. Um, yeah, that's that's the trick. Yeah, that's what I think is really funny um, because obviously we're talking about Ahsoka Tano. And I think the funny thing about Ahsoka Tano is that one of her most famous lines is like, I am no Jedi. Uh, so there's that. Um, <laughs> but I think that we're going to see a few like markers along the way at least of like you're going in the right direction or here's who you go to for information or whatever i do think that it would be super interesting to see former jedi oh yeah that could be cool i think that there might be um ones that have been hiding for 20 30 years or something like that yeah or ones that maybe the jedi path wasn't what they had anticipated um not total anakin skywalkers but um you know people that have information that lead to the jedi but aren't necessarily affiliated anymore um that's what i would like to see steven's wondering if the woman in the cloak is somewhat of a red herring and that she's actually sith maybe um have we talked about the origin of the child no this just popped into my head and it could be completely insane, but has anybody, and I'm sure it has to be out there. Has anybody taken the thought that they've already gone down this route? Yeah, we have to have talked about this, 
the child what if the child is just a clone of yoda i don't know that we've talked about this on the show okay um i don't think we did because i think we discussed it before the show once at the beginning when we saw the scientist dude um but i keep coming back to this is he seems pretty uh I don't know for I'm curious at how developed he is, but not developed. And it just doesn't line up to me with where I expect Yoda's um, type to, I don't know what to call them um, aliens, whatever they are like their development. It just doesn't seem to quite line up with what I would expect. And that could be me just overanalyzing things, but um, they're going to do it with Emperor Palpatine. We know, and we do know it's connected to the first order. So what if this was one of the tries, uh, you know, like maybe it's a little bit of Yoda. Um, a little bit of Yoda in my life. Which would be interesting because then you could see how that ends up manipulating things. And, you know, Yoda really does know how things work with the force. And uh, I, I'm I'm just wondering if that is where this is going to go. I think uh, it could. And, and Steven just said that... Uh, cloning system previously led the clones to grow up faster um but that could go either way and there's also the theory that it was like a cryo something oh yeah that it was that it was frozen basically yeah Yeah. i i just i don't know like i could be a hundred percent wrong but i don't think they've done anything yet that uh says that couldn't happen and I think part of it, too, is we were just talking about Clone Wars and the cartoon version of Yoda has bigger eyes than the puppet version. And, mm-hmm. and so I think there's more of that in my head connection of the child with cartoon Yoda. And now I'm just curious, like, I don't know. Crazy idea. Let us know what you think in the comments. Could this be a Yoda clone? And will we find out? And do you think there's going to be a huge reveal at the end of the first episode? I think there will be something. That in seems the first episode? Yeah, I think, you know, like the first episode last time we were like, they left us the last second with the child. And I'm wondering if we'll get something like that. I, I, I want to experience something like that again. Yeah. Although like it could be in was, the middle and that's the Ahsoka Tano reveal. That'd be know. crazy. That would be crazy. All right. Well, let's keep going on with Star Wars. Uh, Star Wars Raiders Outpost opened today at the former home of the Wonderland Gallery uh, in downtown Disney District at the Disneyland Resort. Uh, Basically, it's as if they took the shops in Batu and picked them up and dropped them in downtown Disney, for lack of a better term, and uh, had the locals uh, help out with the sales. And uh, it's actually pretty cool. Um, I'm assuming they have a ton of Star Wars stuff all over the place that uh, they ordered nine months to a year ago that they're suddenly realizing this is sitting here and we're going to run out of stuff very or like run out of space really quick. So I'm curious to see if um, I'm curious to see what kind of (laughs) merchandise ends up coming into this. Um, But what did you think about Wonderland getting replaced this morning? Uh, well, one, I hope that this replacement of Wonderground is temporary. Um, I'm going to assume that it is, and that once Galaxy's Edge is reopened, there's no need for it anymore. That's what I think. Um, I am guessing that 
they just need a place. Like you said, there was all this merchandise sitting around and it needs to go somewhere. We um, can't put it in World of Disney because there's already too long of a line. Yeah, which makes sense. Um, I personally think it is very funny um, that they did the whole, we're just covering the sign. What sign are you talking about? This is Star Wars land now. Um mainly because i think that's so funny and that's i think it's genuinely funny not like haha look at that right yeah it's very funny to me um it's also something that would happen in star wars yeah like don't look at this there was a sign here look at these tattered rags this is star wars now (laughs) um if wonderground is permanently gone i think it'll be a major miss um mainly because there's been such a great feature for artists um and i really liked that um but i don't see anything that they should just put it where the void is <laughs> well uh, it could be coming <laughs> that is true um, but i don't see anything that makes me believe this is permanent every every fixture everything seems temporary to me it is impressive how quickly they turned it over though like that that was really cool um yeah i said this about when pixar pier opened because i went to the premiere party the night before and then i went to opening day like at open um and the way things were so different i was like like this was a matter of hours yeah i was like they moved entire planters disney works very hard (laughs) so they're they're very efficient at those kinds of things um so you don't think it's permanent i don't think it's permanent let us know in the comments if you think it's permanent um and let us know if you've shopped there and what you got there because we'd love to hear that as well um let's hop back to mandalorian they have been working on uh disney has been working on a new feature for disney plus that i think would be fantastic for the mandalorian and they're calling it group watch um apparently this has been worked on or been some people have gotten to experience it i should say in uh canada and it's expected to be released. In fact, it was confirmed to The Verge that it will be released uh, hopefully down here later this year. Um, it would be fantastic if it was released with The Mandalorian, I think, um, because you can have you and six of your closest friends watch a show in sync, which is the best. And they've already done this on Amazon and a couple other streaming services, and there's some apps you can get to do this. But if it's right there in the in the the app itself, I think that would be really cool, especially for, I feel like uh, Disney plus inherently has more programming that people want to watch together. Like that's just kind of Disney's thing is, is togetherness and friends and family and stuff like that. And, and so I think that could be really cool. I hope they get bigger than six people. Cause I think that could be really cool. But um, what do you think about group watch? Uh, Jeff did steal my joke. I was going to say that you can not watch it Backstreet Boys, but you can watch it in sync. Um, I think my first thought was that um, this is going to be so good for Daps Watch. <laughs> oh, totally. That, that's going to um, make our lives so much easier. That was my first thought was um, specifically you and I uh, won't have to like worry about if we are out of sync anymore. And if there's anybody that we want to watch with, it'll be so much easier. Um, But especially during um, the time of COVID where you can't really have a movie party with your friends, put on FaceTime, put on a movie, watch it with your friends. In your perfect world, how many people should you be able to do this with? I don't know. I think that six is a good number. Um, 
because I don't have that many friends. So, I mean, I'm maxed out at six. Okay. Well, I'm just thinking of <laughs> most funny, of the, the Daps movie nights. We have about 10 people in the room. Yeah. Yeah, uh, we, we do. Did. And, um, and so I, it seems to me if we had 10, like that would be more than enough. And it would be like all of the, the normal people could, could be able to hop on and watch together. Yeah. And then that'd be cool. Um, I am curious, like when you're watching, I mean, not everybody's jumping onto a web show and being like, Hey, we're watching together. Like are people texting? Are they FaceTime? Like, I'm curious how that element would work for most people. Um, like I, I was talking to some friends that did that, um, and they were just texting while they were watching, uh, one of those fundraising zooms things. I'm like, Oh, that's cool. And then they could text and put it in the chat too. But, um, yeah, I'm curious to see how that part plays out for different people in different groups. And, um, and I a hundred percent agree with you, clocky daps watch 2020 boat mix. That needs to be on Disney Plus. Um, it's not there yet, I don't think. Last I looked. I was going to say, we've already watched Boatniks. But so. you can always watch it. Boatniks and The Ugly Dachshund and um, uh, Blackbeard's Ghost. That's a good one. Uh, Shaggy Dog, Shaggy DA. Lots of those old great movies. Um, All of them. Yeah. So anyway, um, they are good. 2020 no. Earth Tonight is coming. Um I'd be more impressed if anybody could hear the word boatniks and hear the soundtrack in their head. Computer wore tennis shoes. Absolutely. That darn cat. There's lots of good ones. <laughs> Let us know in the comments what you would like to see on group watch or as we call it, daps watch. Uh, what were you going to say, Katie? Nothing. It was that good, um, huh? No, sometimes you just ramble off about these uh, Disney live action films. That are so bad and so good at the same time. I want to pat you in the shoulder and be like, okay, Grandpa, I get it. That was a great time for movies. Follow me, boys. Um, I listen to a podcast that frequently references the Apple Dumpling Gang. That's a fun one, too. They talk about it so much. (laughs) Three Lives of Thomasine, also a good one. Yep, there's Adventures of Bullwhip Griffin. Yep, there is so many good ones. Thank you all in the comments. That That's a lot of fun. But I, I think it would be fun to work your way through the Disney classics. And they, they need to get all the Disney classics into Disney+. Plus. So um, you can actually submit shows that you would like to see on Disney+. Plus. So you can go onto their website and do that. So um, Boatniks would be good. Uh, Follow Me Boys would be also really good. And those would be my top two that I would like to see added. Katie, do you have any that you want to see added? I don't think so. I mean, most everything I've watched is on Disney+. Plus. Okay. Well, well I, you're, yeah, the, correct, the correct answer is all the seasons of The Muppet Show, because that would be my third. Oh, yeah. I I have put that out of my mind as like a possibility. Um but yeah, I would really like to see that and um, Muppets Tonight. That would be fun. Yeah. yeah. That would be Muppets really Muppets. cool. <laughs> Anything Muppets, more Muppets all the time. That would be very good. So uh, our final topic actually is two that kind of come together tonight. But uh, California theme parks and the city of Anaheim have all written to the governor and said, hey, tell us how to reopen because we need the guidelines so we can know the goalposts for where we need to be aiming for when we do reopen because that has not come yet. 
And all we've heard currently from the governor in recent weeks is that they are in discussions and they're getting close. Love Black Hole, Fraggle Rock. That would Those would both be really fun to watch. Um, I think Fraggle Rock's on Apple TV. Black Hole would be hilarious, I think, as a DAPS watch. Anyway, <laughs> this is a good game. Let's keep playing it. Um, all the obscure... Yeah, Black Hole's obscure. All the obscure Disney movies that we could watch as a DAPS watch. But... Um, Anyway, so uh, it, it looks like uh, theme parks and a city, uh, which is interesting because Anaheim apparently is losing $100 million because of lack of tax revenue by lack of tourists, um, which isn't going to come back right away. But uh, so everybody's encouraging the governor to give guidelines for how to reopen, which I think is actually more fair than the headlines I was reading originally, which was, hey, let us reopen. Um, they just want to know what the fence posts are. Is is that how you were reading the stories too, Katie? Yeah. And um, and what do you think about that? Uh, well, I my biggest takeaway um, is that I think that it's really funny that a year ago, uh, City of Anaheim was saying, "No, Disney, uh, we don't like you." We don't want another hotel. Obviously, I'm paraphrasing. Um, but no, how dare you? Uh, we are the city of Anaheim. We don't need Disney. Um, and now they're realizing, oh, goodness, we that really hurt. need Disney. Yeah. Um, so you really hope something good, like, it'd be great yeah. if there was, um, I almost want to say, like, re relationship healing between Anaheim yeah. and Disney. That'd be great. Yeah. Um, mainly because I... I, I get that there's a lot of politics involved and I get that there's a lot of game play. more than we could ever know. <laughs> yeah. That happens, especially between the city of Anaheim and Disney proper. Uh, but I do hope that this is the beginning of them actually recognizing that Disney is a huge part of the people that come to Anaheim because you think of those businesses on Harbor and they tried to say that you can't build a parking structure there because the bridge will go over Harbor and all these things. But then they're realizing that if no one's coming to Anaheim, there's no one to even go to those businesses on Harbor. Um, so do you think the request is reasonable or should they just wait for the powers that be to figure out what the health and safety guidelines are? No, I think it's reasonable, especially when you have uh, Walt Disney World open. Um, and I know that Florida is a different beast entirely, um, but also SeaWorld is kind of open. Knott's is kind of open. Obviously, they're modified operations. Obviously, the attractions aren't open. Um, SeaWorld, it's just the aquarium parts. Um, Knott's, obviously, it's only the food. But I think that there is a very genuine need to know what's going to happen next because they have... Gosh, how many employees does Disneyland have alone? Well, and and that's exactly it, is the employees, all of these employees are basically just waiting to come back to work. And, yeah. And, and it's going to be scary, and it's going to be a challenge for whatever coming back to work um, looks like. But at the end of the day, especially, like, it wasn't just Disney that was asking for these guidelines. It was also yeah. Universal and other theme parks, uh, I think Six Flags as well. And... Um, and uh, I've had two friends now visit Florida in the space of the last two weeks, ironically enough. Um, I think they had overlap. I'm not sure. But uh, I, I kind of grilled both of them. I'm like, what was it like? And um, one of them in particular today was just saying, you know, I felt safer going on this entire trip 
than I do going on a trip down to the grocery store here in Orange County. Like Disney did such a fantastic job, really like keeping the boundaries, keeping the rules, um, really um, setting up a environment that he felt safe with their two kids. And, you know, it's, it's all four of them. And, and one of them has special needs and takes a little bit more and it, and it worked and they said it was great and it felt like a vacation and uh, they were just very, very thankful for that. And, uh, heard similar from my other friend who was like, well, it's Disney and they do it the best. And in the travel they said was safer than a lot of the travel we hear locally. And, and so that was kind of eye opening to me because, you know, that's not exactly what we hear just in chatter and we see on Twitter and all these things. And, uh, and so it kind of makes you realize that Disney, at the end of the day, even though it's all about the almighty dollar, the almighty do- dollar comes from keeping guests happy and safe. And and so they've got a vested interest in that. And uh, I, I do think it'll be very interesting to see um, how this plays out, because I haven't seen any reaction from the government yet on on what this is going to look like. And And I don't think they even have to, like, I don't think... California has to say you can open in two weeks. I think what they need to do is like, these are the numbers that we're aiming for. Um, and when the numbers stay this way for this long, this is the way that it could work. And, um, and I believe the California theme park association or something like that has actually proposed a, you know, given a proposal for what reopening could look like. And, uh, and you know, I, I just think it'd be nice to have the conversation being had, um, as opposed to, kind of leaving everybody in the dark and and not really having hope for a way forward. Yeah. And that's, I mainly feel for cast members and team members at Universal and employees at Six Flags. And um, I mean, heck, my first job was at a theme park and they've been closed for the last six months. And there was so many people that I knew that that was how they paid the bills um and, and the so, peripherals too like there's yeah. that level and then there's a level out that that deal with tourists as well but then there's all of these people that are working that also have to go buy food get haircuts whatever it is and and yeah. and so it's just this huge ripple effect and um i don't know what the answer is but it does seem like they need to start moving something forward i agree there's my opinion for the night that was so hard hitting i know disappointing <laughs> <laughs> if it was easy, everybody would want the job. But uh, it'll be interesting to see. Do you have a prediction on when Disneyland reopens? Um, what day is it? September 15th. I think that at least in the next month, we will know an opening date. I think for sure, November 1st. By November 1st? Yes. I think okay. Disneyland will be open on the day of November 1st. Maybe before okay. that. <laughs> but- I'm going to I'm going to say just to keep things interesting, since we don't have Jenny here, uh, let's say October 15th. A month from today. I think that's ridiculously ambitious, but but it'll keep yeah. things interesting, right? Um, interesting. Yes. So uh, I think by October 15th is what I'm going to say. But sure. uh, yes. Anyway, we are running out of time for tonight. So Katie, if people would like to continue the conversation, what should they do? Go to dapsmagic.com 
Is that the answer to that question? Uh, <laughs> find all the Disney and geek news as it happens. Find everything we talk about and more because, believe it or not, we can't fit all the news in a week into 30 minutes. Also, subscribe to our mailing list because we post a lot. And you can find our Patreon where there's some fun things. That is correct. And make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel where we've got lots of videos going up. Uh, we've still got videos from Florida that are going up on a almost daily basis. We've also got a tour of that uh, Star Wars Traders Outpost that is up as of this afternoon. And uh, we have a ton of other videos in the works as well, including the uh, Disney This Day with Daily Disney Trivia with our good friend Egon Bunkers. But, yes, I know you love him. But uh, that is... <laughs> absolutely we'll let him interview you sometime um but that is all the time we have for you this week so we will see you around the corner bye, bye.